Welcome to Sheepdog Nation podcast, the only place on the internet where law enforcement and their families can come to be understood, supported, and stood up for. Here's your host, the always entertaining, down-to-earth, yet-in-your-face truth speaker and Leo herself, Autumn Schmidt. What is up, Sheepdog Nation? Welcome to another podcast with your host, me, Autumn Clifford, aka Autumn Schmidt. I'm currently going through a bit of an identity crisis. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my business is all under um, Autumn Clifford, which is my maiden name, but I just got married and so I'm transitioning over. And so you're going to hear me say this probably about a million times. Anyways, wanted to welcome you here. Today, what we're going to be talking about is we're going to be talking about how to know if you are burnt out and what to do. So um, I had a really unique uh, opportunity to actually uh, interview and talk to some wives police wives, um, about what they saw in their officers when they saw them, um, burning out and like what some of the, what some of the, um, you know, what the heck is that called? Symptoms. What some of these symptoms were. And, and the reason why this is such a big deal is because, um, as a police officer, you know, we don't always, like, we don't really always get to see, right? Like, we ne- we don't always get to see, you know, what, uh, what we are acting like. We don't always get to see um, our symptoms, right? And just like, you know, any, anybody else, like, we don't, nobody, not everybody gets to see how they're acting and how their attitude has changed and all of these things. Sometimes we notice it, but sometimes we absolutely just don't. We have so many things in our lives going on. Uh, it's very, that's common. But so I thought that this could um, help you out. I've had several officers reach out to me. I've had several spouses reach out to me and say, Autumn, like we need, this needs to get handled. Like, let's talk about this, which obviously meant a lot to me um, because I obviously want to help uh, in every way that I can. I know for me, I definitely got burned out. Um, I definitely got a burnt out. So when I would work too much and I didn't have enough time off and on my days off, if they were not me, like completely like relaxing, doing something fun, not being stressed out, then I would, it was like burning a candle, um, at both ends, you know, it it just, it didn't work for me. Um, if I wasn't sleeping enough, I require a lot of sleep and I'm going to be honest with you. And they say, uh, you do too, actually. Um, if you haven't listened to Colonel Grossman's interview with the podcast episode um, before this one, so just scroll down and get it. And he even talks about um, how, you know, not getting enough sleep is detrimental to us and that we can actually act like psychotic um, with like 48 hours of no sleep and stuff like that. Um, and after he said, like, I believe he said after 18 hours, 18 hours of no sleep, you are a 0.08 and after 24 hours, um, you act like you are one, like a 0.10, um, as far as your intoxication level, even though you're not intoxicated, you're just extremely tired. So, you know, that's that, those are very important statistics uh, for us, especially as police officers, right out there behind the wheel 24 seven, um, with a gun on our hips. So important things, you know, burnout, burnout is something that, you know, as I'm just going to say this, you know, in law enforcement, we have egos. Okay. You can consider us a little bit more egotistic than, uh, and than on a lot of other kind of careers, first responders, all first responders across the board, EMTs are the same way. 
firefighters the exact same way because we are we go and we have to go to the problem and we have to take charge and we have to take control and you know nobody's gonna tell us anything right like that's that's how we operate and and it's also a survival mechanism so i'm not i don't want you to think that i'm I'm shitting all over you because i'm by no means doing that just describing you (laughs) or more than likely i'm describing you um to you so you can understand this and the thing about that personality type that we have of being a type a personality well you can imagine do you think i'm gonna sit here and admit that i'm burnt out no you think i'm gonna whine and cry about all the overtime that i've been working nope not hardly definitely not to anybody that you know i work with (laughs) none of that you know i'm gonna suck it up and i'm gonna keep going and the problem with this is one that's a very old school mentality old school meaning when they didn't have all of the things that we have to worry about okay so they could work you know and and i'm not listen if any veteran officers are listening i'm definitely veteran officers have my utmost respect i love veteran officers have several in my life several that i still work with several that i still go and talk to and you know monthly have you know um, lunch with and and i really i really you know idolize and respect veteran officers um but it is a different time than now than it was when they were on the road and every veteran officer i know will admit that and you know so they could they could kind of relax when they were on duty a little bit more than we can you know in this day and age you know especially with all the media and everything surrounding you know, police shootings and, and, you know, people, police officers, um, you know, getting ambushed. There's, you know, we are hypervigilant now more than we ever had to be. And we are operating out of a place of fear because we have to, um, you know, and so that's just the way that it is. And so our stress and our, you know, our emotions are constantly all over the board. Our stress is like through the roof. And yet, you know, in many departments, we are operating like, you know, it was 20 years ago. It's the same exact thing, operating, you know, with the same amount of people or, you know, you just added another five officers to your complement. And it's great. I mean, I love that we have done that and bravo, but, you know, we need to be adding more officers. There's a lot more crime. There's a lot more issues. We're dealing with a lot more things, uh, a lot more calls for service, and we are not, um, we're not evening, evening that out as far as the agencies are, right? So we're not evening that out for the officer, and so the um, amount of stress, the exhaustion, the, um, you know, the burnout rates are much higher. Whether you want to admit it or not, what ends up happening when we end up burning out, our bodies, our minds, um, just kind of start shutting down. So what does that look like? That looks like you falling asleep on duty. Like you don't, you're the kind that you never fall asleep on duty. You know, you love working the overnights or you like working your 12 hour shifts or you can handle 16s because you do it all the time. But for some reason, you know, recently your eyes have just been shutting. Like you don't even mean to, you don't know what to do. You can't think clearly. Your, your brain is so foggy and you're trying to make decisions and you're you know trying to figure problem solve figure things out right but you just can't it's like i don't know i i'm just completely shut off things that used to interest you just absolutely do not anymore right um emotions you are completely emotionless and the only emotion you have is anger and frustration right and your and your temper 
you have a very short fuse. Those things happen and you don't even know that they're happening. But guess who does now? Everyone around you. And if you can hide it at work, you won't be able to hide it for long. Okay. But guess what? Those you're, you know, you're going home, your family, your friends, your spouses, especially the people that you live with, they're going to see it and they're going to be um, go, like dealing with it far before you probably even realize it. Um, so that's a lot of like what the spouses, they said to me, um, I would like to share some things with you that I just thought it was a very unique thing to be able to, um, to, to not, and, and for you to hear from other police wives, other than just me, even though I'm a police wife too, sometimes it just, it's better to hear it from other people, right? So here are some of the symptoms and I want you to really take note of this and and if you're like, geez, I can't tell, you go right home and you or you text your spouse right now and you ask them. So um, here are some symptoms. Moody and tired and grumpy all the time and didn't want to talk about work as much as um, the officer used to. The officer is not as passionate um, about his job at all. Uh, feels very micromanaged, feels overworked, um, becomes very hostile against his coworkers. Um, I can tell you that I've experienced that. And if you've been on the road any length of time, I know you have too. And I have several episodes talking about this, but I'm going to talk about it again because this, there needs to be a change, sheepdogs. There needs to be a change in this. Why are we so quick to turn our backs on the people who literally have to have our backs, have to take a you know a bullet for us, who are are saving us? you know, in so many situations that help us in very high stressful situations. Like why are we turning our backs to them so quickly? And why are we shunning them? And and why are we being, you know, we're just being, you know, mean. <laughs> I don't even know any other words to say. We're just, we're being so disrespectful to them and we're stabbing them in the backs. And, um, and why are we doing that? Like why? I mean, yes, I get it. I, clearly some of us are doing it because of the burnout. Like we feel so burnt out because of the burnout rate, but are those the people like that we want to be cutting out of our lives and being hostile to? And like this needs to change for everybody. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get better if one officer has this epiphany and then like everybody else is still you know stabbing them in the back and being disrespectful and not caring, not truly caring about that officer. Like that's not gonna be the. That's not gonna like help. <laughs> not going to make things better. In fact, it'll probably make things worse for that officer who's trying. But what will help is if we all as a team, as a family, as part of the thin blue line, if we all just take a step back and we are a lot slower to, you know, stab one another in the back to, you know, turn, turn our, you know, coworkers into the supervisors to, you know, belittle them, um, do anything that we can to make sure that they don't get promoted, do anything that we can to make them feel like, less than, you know, less than, um, we have to do it as a family and we have to come together and we really have got to unite. And, uh, and honestly, that's a goal of mine. That's a dream of mine. I hope that is for you, but it, it can start now with your attitude. Um, not getting enough days off is definitely a symptom. Um, a lot of wives talked about how they would, there are husbands when they were working constantly, like they'd have one day off or even on like their days off, they, they would have to get called in or they'd be on call. The burnout rate is extremely high at this point. Okay. And you need to recognize that. 
um, being rude, being snappy, fatigued to the point that a solid night, a solid night's sleep just is not enough. Binge eating, binge drinking, um, extra quiet, doesn't communicate. Um, let's see. Um, a lot. Okay, so a wife brought this up, and I thought that this was extremely important to talk about. Was um, how he, meaning her officer, gets would get extremely embarrassed to discuss this with her, and that so he wouldn't, so he shut down. But she could tell because I'm just gonna give you guys like a bit of advice. Like your spouse knows you better than you know you. Like I know, I know Adam. Like the back of my hand, I know when he's upset. I know when he's you know, going through things. I know when he's had a hard call. I know when he's experienced all these things and he doesn't have to say a word. And the sh and it's true for him too. He knows he can read me like a book. And it's, I know you can read your spouse like a book, but don't forget that they can do the exact same thing to you. They may not be a cop or they may be, but they don't have to be a cop. They know you, they love you. You are it for them. You are the center of their lives. And you need to understand that, like understand, you know, um, that you are their everything and that they study you as <laughs> scary as it sounds. They absolutely study you and they know, you know, they know when something's off. And so this wife talked about how, you know, her officer just felt like he was a coward for like feeling burnt out. And like that broke her, that broke her heart and she didn't know what to do, but she would talk with him and talk with him. And eventually like they came, you know, to a re like a resolution that he would talk with her and when, you know, he was feeling burnt out, he would actually take some personal time off. And I thought that was really, really good. But that was really good on the sheepdogs end, too, for being open to that. But I want you to know that if you're feeling burnt out, I just want you to know you're not alone. I want you to know that every single officer goes through this. But here's the difference. Here's, here's the difference between the officers that end up, you know, surviving, being amazing leaders and role models and, you know, going forward to help change law enforcement for the better. Those people, it's not that they never, you know, experience burnout. It's not that they never experience bad things, traumatizing things. It's not that they've never gone through any of that. They just learned how to handle it. They, they learned how to move through it, their emotions better. Okay. They didn't shove everything down. Because they can't, because you can't shove everything down and then expect to be like, you know, a wicked kick-ass cop. It's not going to work because eventually that stuff's going to come back up. The people that are surviving law enforcement and not only surviving, but flourishing are the officers who have absolutely figured out how to deal with their emotions. Uh, dealing with your emotions does not mean getting mad and like punching a bunch of holes through the wall or, you know, um, binge eating, binge drinking, um, you know, any of that stuff. That's not dealing with your emotions. Dealing with your emotions is like looking in the mirror and being like, Hey, look, like, yeah, this sucks, right? Like this, this sucks. I feel like this, but I'm going to move through it. And if you can't move through it, then that's when you reach out to me. Okay. Or somebody like me, if there's somebody that you trust, but a lot of times cops don't trust counselors, but that's when you reach out to somebody like me. And that's when you have a conversation with somebody like me and you're like, Hey, you know, I need a confidential session and we just need to talk. I need to get things off my chest. And I just, I want your point of view because it's objective autumn and like that, that, that. And that's when you reach out to somebody like me. Okay. That's why I run what is called a life coaching business. It's not to fix you because you're broken. It's to help you move through something because you're stuck. 
It's to help you move to the next level because you're at a plateau. Does that make sense? I hope it does because you're not broken. Um, okay, let's see. Um, a couple other ones. It's the same thing, you know, constant headaches, short temper, um, miserable. Um, you know, so, some wives talk about like when their officer hit, you know, rock bottom, like with their burnouts because they were in such denial. Some wives talked about how, you know, their marriages were really at stake and they, they had very serious conversations with their sheepdog with their spouses and was like, listen, if you don't get their shit together, like this, we're not moving forward. And so that's not good. Um, politics, like letting the politics run you and be getting so wrapped up in the politics that you cannot think straight. And so then what happens? You're so angry. You're just so angry with the job, angry with everybody. You feel like you can't trust anybody. Um, and you know, so all of these are just really important, really good symptoms, things for you to, you know, ask somebody, ask somebody close to you or pay attention to yourself. So now that we know what burnout looks like, right? Okay, so what do we do about it? That's the big question. Okay, so here are some things. First, take some time off. Take time off. You have holiday, pay, vacation, personal PTO time, personal time off, sick time, bang out sick. It's a mental health day. Like, do what you need to do. Take time off, okay? Um, stop signing up for so much overtime. Stop making bad financial decisions that put yourself in a situation to where you need to work all the time. What does that look like? You don't need the most brand new, you know, vehicle. You don't need a big boat. You don't need a brand new snowmobile. You don't need a brand new four-wheeler. You don't need to live in the Taj Mahal, right? Like, the truth, the sad, sad truth is you're a police officer or you're a first responder and like that income, it's just not great. It just isn't, you know? And so while there are ways around that, there's other episodes on this podcast for that. Please feel free. You'll just scroll through the, the titles and you'll see them. Um, you know, the, you need to not put yourself in a situation that you have got to work 24 seven so that you are not burnt out, or you need to start getting, you know, looking for an agency that's going to pay you more. I, getting paid more to do less is really the key here. Okay. Um, taking the time off, talking with somebody, talk with your spouse, talk. If you have somebody to, you know, confide in, or you hire me, you, you work with me, somebody who gets you, um, you know, you would be surprised what a weekly or, um, and every other week, you know, session, you would be so surprised what that would do for you. Again, it's not counseling. Okay. Cause there's nothing wrong with you. I'm not going to fucking diagnose you. <laughs> um, and there's nothing wrong with you. This is, that's what you need to know. You need to start doing things that you love to do, especially while you're on patrol. Like if you spend all your time working, then do the things that you love to do while you're there. Focus your time on things that you love. Do what is expected and then go do what you love to do. Focus on that. Start start bringing the focus back to you, Sheepdog. What do you love? What lights you up? What makes you happy? What gives you that fire, you know, feeling, burning, like your burning fire sensation in your stomach? Like, what is that? Because that is gold and that is what's going to change your life. And start doing that off duty too. And whatever issues you are having that are completely stressing you out off duty, handle them and face them head on. Face them with, you know, compassion and empathy, 
but also with tenacity because you want to solve those issues. Do not just swipe those issues under the rug. If you're miserable in a relationship, if you're miserable in your marriage, if you're miserable at your living situation, if you're miserable with your weight, if you're miserable with whatever it is, handle it. Because shoving those emotions down are not helping you. And it is actually helping you get to burnout faster. But what seems to be the, the quickest way for officers to overcome feeling burnt out is to work less and take a significant amount of time off. Take a week off, take, you know, four or five days off, whatever you need to do, but take that time. Um, you know, if you can afford to go on like a little vacation, go do it. If you can afford to go just stay someplace other than your house, go do it. But you know what? Maybe you have children and a family and all you want to do is go stay home, then do that. Whatever it is, do that, but enjoy it soak that time up and do more of it. Don't wait until the next time you're feeling burnt out to take time off, take time off every couple of months, um, you know, or even monthly take, take one day off one or two days off and have an extended fucking weekend every month. Okay. I mean that that's why, you know, you have the sick time and this is why you have all this vacation and comp time and all that. And there's no shame in that. I mean, yes, listen, you're gonna, you're gonna get it from the old, you know, the old, the old, uh, officers and you're going to get it from your supervisors and everything. Oh yeah. So-and-so he doesn't like to work overtime. Oh, it takes all this time off, blah, blah, blah. But you know, you gotta, you need to take time off for yourself and, and the police, the policing world and the first responders world, it just isn't the way that it used to be. So there's no shame in that. Okay. I hope this helped. Um, I wanted to let you know that if you haven't already, um, I have a opt-in. Um, it's a free opt-in. It's a free um, checklist. And what it is for is for your healthy, it's like, I'm calling it like um, what you need to put in your duty bag, like the healthy sheepdogs duty bag. And basically it's what, it's my, my five things, my top five things that I use um, to replace like Advil and Tums and Pepto-Bismol. And that really help with my anxiety and to help me while I was on duty and off duty um, to combat the, you know, some of that shit that, you know, we do, we get, we get the constant headaches, we get the constant heartburn, constant upset stomach. Um, you know, I had that every single day that I worked patrol. Um, and so instead of eating Advil like candy, um, I had found some more just alternative options. And anyway, so if this is something that you're interested, um, interested in, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to my Instagram at the lady sheepdog. Um, and then in that bio is going to be the link for that. Okay. Um, all right. I will talk to you later. And that was another episode of ship dog nation. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes and let us know by giving us a rating. If you have questions that you want answered by autumn in the podcast, submit it by going to the link in the show notes. As always, stay safe and watch your six.